Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for uncertain creatives. My name is Kat. I am one of said uncertain creatives. And this episode is pretty much just going to be a bit of an update. Um, I haven't recorded a podcast in a while, and I also haven't updated my blog in a while. Um, And I'm just going to talk about that a little bit. Um, But if you don't know who I am, I am a writer first and foremost. Um, and then I also do developmental editing for other writers. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more in this podcast. It's kind of what this episode's about. But yeah, so I haven't been feeling the best the last little while. And I think just the stress of the last year has finally caught up with me. And, you know, there's stress, as there is in any kind of lifestyle, you know, things stress you out. But this past year has been different, as I'm sure we all know. And I've had to work a lot with my therapist the last little while to kind of really understand what has been going on with me. And what from what she said, uh, I'm not the only one experiencing these emotions. So she said, and she hasn't, she can't officially diagnose me because that's not what her role can do. But she said that I am, along with many other people that she sees right now, uh, experiencing symptoms of PTSD, so post-traumatic stress disorder, which kind of makes sense. I mean, this past year has been super traumatic, you know, like we've spent all our time pretty much um, worrying about where we go and what we do and who we see and being on edge all the time about who's too close to us and what we're touching and, you know, like it's just, um, I'm well, I'm sure not everybody has been like that but um, me and a lot of people in my life that I know have been like that and um, it's all just kind of catching up to me at this point right and I think the reason it's post-traumatic symptoms is because you know like so many of us are kind of finally getting vaccinated and things are opening up a little bit more so we're kind of getting a little bit of a taste of normalcy again but because of that you know all the like the wave of all that stress and emotion from the past year is kind of like is hitting me and like a big tidal wave basically and yeah it's really stopped me from being able to sleep well at night like I at one point for a month I was basically um just sleeping for maybe an hour and then waking up and staying up until like 5 a.m like not being able to sleep because I was just so on edge and just so anxious about um, just the future and what that meant, and just very existential stuff, right? So I was unable to sleep, and that was really affecting my motivation, my creativity, my ability to kind of just function as a person, right? Um, And because of that, I decided that I needed to take some time off because it felt like I was kind of losing myself and who I am. And, you know, that's understandable. It's 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 bound to happen when crazy stuff happens in life. So um, I right now am primarily a freelancer. And with that title comes the understanding that there's going to be a lot of work involved in that. Because for a lot of us who do freelancing, if you don't work, you don't get paid, right? Um, so for the past couple of months, as I've like allowed myself to really dive into freelance copywriting for clients, I just have been kind of like overworking myself, which is pretty crazy uh, because I'm not somebody who, like, I don't 
like to work a lot. And I know that sounds like really, I don't know. I think we have this like moral idea tied to work, but I don't like to overwork myself. Like that's not fun. It's not enjoyable. And I don't seek validation in my ability to overwork or outwork other people. Um, but that's kind of what I fell into this past little while because at the end of the day, there was really not much else to do other than work. And again, even though I say I don't seek validation in outworking people in this past year, that is kind of what I tied a lot of my validation to because it just felt like life and like the idea of life was so was just turned completely upside down that I didn't really know where else to find my self-worth and validation other than just setting these kind of um, work slash career goals, like quote unquote, and trying to meet them. And that's what I did for a while. I was, I tried to give myself like a few months to give freelance content writing the good old college try and see if I could do it and make it like a, a full-time job and get a full-time income from it. And if I liked it, you know, and I did that and I did manage to be able to make enough money that it would be considered full-time. However, in that process, I also learned that I just didn't really like it. Like it's fine. It's enjoyable. I like to write. That's where my skills are, but I just, I didn't find any fulfillment or satisfaction in having to do that now for the, you know, quote unquote, the rest of my life. But you know, like putting in as much energy as is needed to maintain it. And some people are great at it. Like there's a lot of people I follow on Instagram and TikTok who are other content writers and they're killing it. You know, they're putting in all the work, they're making their reels, they're making their posts and all that stuff. And that's great. And they actually inspired me a lot. Um, but like, that's just, it's just not for me, you know? And I know I could do things behind the scenes and kind of keep it going that way, but it's just, I lost so much of my energy because it felt like I had to put on a different version of myself to maintain that kind of lifestyle. And it, yeah, it just completely drained me. So by the time June hit, I was really feeling um, just very low, very down, unable to kind of focus on the things I was focusing on before. Um, and, you know, instead of logically taking a break then, <laughs> I pushed myself even more. And while financially it worked out well and I was able to kind of meet the goals and, you know, hit higher income months, um, by the time August hit, I was like, I can't, I can't sustain this. Like this is, I'm exhausted. I haven't done anything enjoyable for the past year. And here I am thinking about, okay, working every day now for the rest of my life, basically. Um, I realized I just, I needed a break to just think about, what I wanted and just like enjoy life again and and bring a bit of like myself back into my daily life if that makes sense so yeah I definitely suffered from a lot of burnout because I just I wasn't having fun and we couldn't really have fun so you know I can't really say that that's like I blame myself for that but we, we couldn't do that but now that summer had hit and things were starting to open up again. There was like the opportunity to do that stuff. And I just realized how much I needed to, right? So the last little while I took a week and a half off to the point where like, and I mean off, off, like when you're a freelancer, you never really turn off. You kind of like, okay, yeah, you do. You can have your evenings off and a weekend here or there, but your mind is kind of always on and always thinking about it. And you know, you're never really turned off. But I told myself, I was like, this week and a half that I'm taking off, I am going to be completely 
off. Like I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to do all the things that give me pleasure, that I have fun doing, that are enjoyable and take it from there. And yeah, I, you know, and I was also working a part-time job at a clinic during that time, which was kind of, I, I loved it and I loved the team there, but it was, um, you know, it's also an additional layer of like exhaustion because you're going there every day and you're following COVID protocols and you're working with customers and it's just, you know, it's an added layer of like, um, energy sucking. <laughs> um, yeah. So I left that job and I found myself having the time to be like, I can take a week, I can properly take a week off, like not have to worry about work at all. And during that time, I just did a lot of fun stuff that is very me that I could do within the confines of our current situation, right? So I, I went out with a friend who I hadn't seen in a while, we went out to dinners. Um, we just hung out downtown. I live in Toronto. Um, so we hung out downtown, which I hadn't been to in a long time. And, you know, the, the city downtown, if you live there, is, is vibrant. It's fun. There's different cultures. There's so You could walk around everywhere. The weather's nice in the summer, so it's great. You can just, like, grab a coffee or a bubble tea or like whatever, a drink and sit in the park. Um, so I did a lot of that. I took myself out on dinner and drink dates. Like I love, one of my new favorite things is to just do things alone. And I love dining alone. That's one of my favorite things. So I would go to like pubs that I used to frequent before, take my book with me, read it there, have a drink, and then like move on and walk around. Um, I didn't hit, I didn't go to any movie theaters, even though I love going to movie theaters. I didn't feel quite comfortable yet doing that, like, indoors in, like, a very close space. Um, but that's, like, you know, that's next on the list, depending on, like, my comfort level. Um, but I went to the museum, like, the Royal Ontario Museum, got to see the exhibits there. I hadn't been there in a while. And just, like, allowed myself to be surrounded by things that felt um, just stimulating, you know? Like, culturally stimulating, that were interesting to look at, that were outside of, like, the small bubble that had been, like, so in for the past year and a half, like all I've been able to think about for the past year is COVID and myself and my future. And it's just like very small things, right? And my world felt very small for a long time. And I think that kind of exacerbated my anxiety, my sleeplessness. I just, I forgot that the world is bigger than just me and like my little bedroom where I've been working for a long time. Um, so yeah, I just, I let myself have fun and feel pleasure and do that before the Canadian winters hit because I don't know anyone who lives in Canada understands how crazy they are and if we potentially go back into another lockdown um I don't want to have missed my opportunity this summer to just be out and about and enjoy things and just like get it out of my system because there was no way I'd be able to do that in the winter time right like I still like taking walks in the winter but it's not it's not <laughs> you really have to bundle up and it's not as easy so I want to just do that and do all the things that I missed doing before everything went belly up in 2020, you know? Um, yeah. So in that time that I took off, which was, oh, I felt so good. Like it was definitely much, much needed for me. I don't know. I, I can't explain how good it, it felt unless I'm sure there's people out there who, who have suffered burnout and noticed what they needed to do and did it. And like, you just feel the sense of relief and just like finding yourself again. But during that period, I also had a lot of revelations about like, what I want to do, not only with my life, but like how I want to see myself and what I want to put my energy towards and focus on. And I decided that since I was feeling a little disillusioned with my current 
freelance work, like my freelance content writing, I realized that, like the main thing that I was really kind of shying away from and I was trying to like, what I was trying to kind of avoid by instead putting my focus on something that's more, I guess, considered um, traditional, like copywriting is considered more traditional, quote unquote. I was like trying to avoid the fear and insecurity, but the kind of internal desire I had to just do my creative work, like my writing, like my fiction writing and going back to my roots. Like that's who I am. That's who I've always been. And I've lost a lot of that as an adult, as you do, because you have like other stuff to focus on. But not only that, like life takes twists and turns and things change dramatically and drastically as we've all seen. And in the past like two years, basically, like my life has changed really intensely. Like I went from being in a long-term committed relationship for seven years to ending that relationship in 2019, right before COVID hit, to then going into a global pandemic and being like, it, it all just changed so drastically. And in that time, like my mind was not free enough to kind of focus on creative work and just feeling comfortable and free and loose to allow creative ideas to flow to me. Like I, I did self-publish a collection of flash fiction in 2020, but that was a project that spanned like four years at the time. Like I started in 2016. Um, so I didn't really do it all in that year because I just, I couldn't have, I did not have the energy to be able to do that or like the creative, the creative mindset to be able to do that. Like I was just not well in that time. Um, but yeah, I realized now and it's all kind of hit me that like the reason I feel so discontent in what I'm doing and why I feel so exhausted with the work I'm doing and like the idea of doing it for the rest of my life feels so exhausting is because I'm just not allowing myself to accept the fact that what I want, the kind of life I want to live is one where I get to immerse myself in, in stories and worlds that I get to create. Like, and it's, it, it is kind of like <laughs> vulnerable to admit that, right? Because I'm sure a lot of other creative writers feel this way, but it, you kind of almost feel childish to say that. It feels like a very childish desire and childish like dream to want to do that. But like, is it? I mean, there's so many, there's so many careers that are kind of, I don't know, we put so much weight on other careers versus other ones. And it's like, I don't know. I, I'm at the point now where it's like, well, is anything really real? Like, like, is anything really more significant than another you know, like the significance is what you place on it. Like that's what becomes, that's what di dictates what's more significant, right? So I'm kind of trying to unlearn those self-limiting beliefs of like creative writer or like novelists or whatever are like childish. I'm sure because at the end of the day, I don't actually think that because I admire so many writers that are, are amazing and like that have this ability to make people relate to them and their work and like open their minds and make them feel things right but when it comes to me of course when it comes to my stuff I feel like it's invalid and unimportant and you know all that stuff that like anybody who is insecure about their art feels um so yeah I just let myself in this past week and a half really sit with that and be like no this is what I want and just accept it and just be like okay so what's the next step and I decided that I'm going to just pivot my career trajectory and just like give my creative writing a good old call to try. Like to, I don't want to live the rest of my life having to always think of like, oh, what if I did that? Like, what if I took the time 
to really focus on my creative work, right? Because the past year I've like had the ability to, to work and save. And I've in a way almost like created this time buffer for myself unknowingly to say, you know what, for the next few months, just, just give it a go and see what happens. And like, don't put the pressure on like, oh, I have to make this work. And if it doesn't work out, then I'm a failure. But like, just give myself the ability to just try and see how it goes. And if I even like it, like there might be a chance that I'm just romanticizing the idea of being a creative writer and writing short stories and, and creating like books and stuff. And it's not actually what I want to do and it won't actually be fun. Uh, but I'll never know until I try, right? But I've been kind of shying away from admitting that to myself and giving it a proper try. Because in a way, it's almost like, how do you explain to anyone who asks you what you do that you're like, I, I write, I write stories. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. For me, I'm sure some people feel very comfortable and confident. And I wish I had that to be able to kind of I just wish I had that confidence. Um, so I'm working towards it. And this is the first step to that. So yeah, the last month has given me a lot of opportunity to think and change and grow and see where I want to go from here now that the world is kind of, I don't want to say it's going back to normal because like it, what is normal, right? Like we thought everything before this was normal, but was it? Uh, but just that things are kind of shifting again in a way that feels a little bit more comfortable. Um, yeah, I just, I just want to see what happens and I just want to give it a try and feel comfortable being who I am and doing what I actually genuinely love and allowing myself to accept that that's who I am, you know, and not like push that down and shove it down and like ignore it and avoid it because it's always going to be there. It's always going to be like picking at me and telling me that I need to do it and it's going to be underlying every other decision I make in my life. So yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, my plan right now it might change in the next couple of months but right now I'm gonna like focus the next couple of months on writing some short stories selling them on my website um, honing my craft and working on my next collection of flash fiction that I'll either I don't know try and get it traditionally published um, see how that works if I can get like an agent or something or do the self-publishing route either way I think both are valid and um, whatever works for you whatever you want is great um, yeah, so that's been my kind of rambly update. Um, and I'm just going to spend the next little while just trying to balance the the shoulds and the wants of life, you know, because you can't just have one without the other and like you, you can't be unbalanced in that. So, you know, the sh things that I need to do are I still need to make money, obviously, and I'm going to focus that by doing it with some some client work here and there, um, but I'm also not going to push myself to kind of fit this ideal of like what success means in this capitalistic structure of, you know, hitting these income goals. Like I'm just going to take it easy for a little bit and just let myself kind of heal from the trauma of this past year and just like get back into who I am, have fun, work on my writing and yeah, and just enjoy life. Um, I forgot that it's important to actually enjoy your life and not be stressed out and anxious all the time. So yeah, that's pretty much all I'm going to be doing for the next little while. I have more updates about my process and what I'm doing, what I'm liking, not liking, and how things are changing. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and you got to know a little bit more about me and are interested in my journey. All my links and information are going to be in the description of this podcast episode. 
and I hopefully will be back with another episode in a couple of weeks. Um, and we'll see what I have to talk about then. Um, thanks for listening. If you could comment, um, rate, subscribe, that'd be great. I love seeing people who just randomly discover this podcast and message me on Instagram. So I'd really appreciate it. And I love any, any support at all. So thank you and talk to you guys soon.